So this is Jody the mom from lifeunbox.blog and I wanted to share with you some of my best advice. Now you're probably thinking, since I'm walking and breathing heavy, there's my double stroller, there's the double stroller, that is going to be exercise, but it's not. I am going to give you my best business advice and there's four of them. So number one, the best advice that I received was from a podcast, The Creative Pen, and it was to turn one piece of content into multiple pieces of content. So for example, I will write my blog post, and then I will create an Instagram post out of it, I will create a Pinterest idea pin, I will create Pinterest pins, I will create YouTube video, and from the YouTube video, I will extract the podcast audio. So that's like, six pieces of content, six different types of content from one piece that was written. So that's number one. Number two is, this came from a book I read, Range, and it's you can be successful as a generalist. So you don't have to find a niche, you don't have to specialize or pick a specialty. You can have a wide range of of skills and be successful. So that was number two. And for me personally, that one is uh, tried and tested in real time. <laughs> so I've never specialized in anything and it has served my clients and myself very well. Oh, we will baby. Okay, number three. So this is my third piece of business advice, and that is to talk to other people who have a small business, even if it's not the same as yours. So I have a friend who, ha who builds decks and he runs his own business. And I have gotten so many ideas from him and even just to spark the creativity. Um, we, have very, we have two very different businesses. And we also swap book recommendations for business business reading, which is extremely helpful. All right, and the fourth one. Okay, the best thing you can do for your customers is to state the problem and then solve the problem and be that succinct in your promos, web, all that kind of stuff. Be very succinct with what the problem is that you're going to solve. Every potential customer has a pain point. How can you fix it? And that's what they want to know. They want to know how you can fix it. So that is a wrap for my top four pieces of business advice. And I will see you in the next video. Hey mom. So another day <clears throat> recording in the car. Hey, it's quiet and I don't have any screaming kids around. So again, it's quiet. So anyway, um, I, I am Jody the mom from lifeunbox.blog. And if you're new to the channel, I am a work from home mom and a homeschool mom of six. So um, I do it all and I let you in on all of my secrets on how I do it all. So. <laughs>
Uh, I wanted to share, uh, continue with my best advice series. So be sure to check out the playlist to get all of my, uh, the best advice, whether I've read it, received it, heard it, whatever. Uh, it's just, um, things that I've really held on to. So this one is going to be about the best tools that I've used for, uh, my, uh, virtual assistant business and my online business. So, and these are the tools like, I'm so glad I bought these. There's no buyer's remorse with them. The first one is the Divi theme. Yes, I love this thing so much. I have two playlists that tell you how to make websites with it and lots of videos that tell you how to make website a website with the Divi theme because you can do it even if you don't know what you're doing because that's where I started. And honestly, over the years, because I've been doing it for using the Divi theme for seven years now, over the years, they've just made it much easier to use. So there's no excuse for you not to have a website for your business. And I will leave the link below to get the Div so that you can get your own copy of the Divi theme. And it is an affiliate link. So if you want to use my link to support the show, that would be great. And of course, there's no extra cost to you. Second one is Canva. Now, I'm not a Photoshop expert, but I can make, I can get through Photoshop. I can use it, I can work around, I can do things in it. So when I came across Canva and the ease with which you can design stuff is incredible. So you can start using Canva with a free subscription, but if you're going to be making a lot of uh, social media assets, t-shirts. This one was made in Canva, designed in Canva, and then, you know, sent to my store. Um, t-shirts, uh, journals, all of my journals are, uh, I made with Canva. Then I would highly recommend getting the paid subscription because you just have so much more available to you. And again, if you're going to be making social media assets, uh, books, low content books. I've actually designed, I haven't gotten it yet. So, um, I'm not ready to show you because I need to see it first, but I've actually designed the first book with words <laughs> that cover in Canva as well. So Canva is like, it must have like at the top of your list, you need Canva. And then the third one is one that I mainly use for my blog lifeunbox.blog, but I've also used for my virtual assistant website, jodyrperry.com and a client's website as well. And that is Uber suggest. So if you need to do keyword research, then Uber suggest is really the way to go. Now I've seen other people say they don't really like Uber suggest cause they didn't, they said it wasn't accurate, but there's so many components to Uber suggest that just leaving me with, well, it's not accurate. And then not <laughs> clarifying that, it doesn't work for me. So I really love Uber suggest from all of my SEO research, all of my backlinks, it tracks my backlinks for me, which is awesome. So I can see who's linking to my website. Um, what else does it do? I can put in keywords that it'll um, track for me and then do the research. It does a bunch more stuff, but I can't think of everything off the top of my head and I am sitting in a car. 
so I can't look. <laughs> so those are my three tools that I enjoy and I will leave links to all three of those it below and Divi and Canva I'm both affiliates with so if you will use that link if you're going to sign up that would be awesome. And that's all for my this video of my best advice. Be sure to check out lifeunbox.blog for all for more great entrepreneur content and you can support support the show at Kofi forward slash life unboxed blog. And I will see you in the next video. Hey mom. So I am Jody the mom from lifeunbox.blog where we talk about all things entrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business and the most important one, keeping your sanity. So in the midst of all of this raising your kids, I am also a mom, a homeschool mom of Six, from 16 to 2. So I wanted to share with you, this is continuing the best advice series, so I wanted to share you my best homeschool advice. Okay, so the first one is you don't need to do everything for kindergarten. So in a previous show, I dedicated a whole show to talking about why I'm terrified of teaching kindergarten. So the one thing I keep telling myself over and over again is I only need to focus on reading and numbers. Those are the two important things you need to really grasp in kindergarten. Science, geography, history, social studies, whatever else you want to throw in there. Those are all extras. And if you want to work on them, you can. But I personally find Wild Kratts on PBS Kids to cover <laughs> be enough for our science. So you don't need to do everything in kindergarten just focus on numbers and reading. And I promise your kid will not be academic, they will not be behind academically. Okay, the second one, you can change curriculum mid-year. Yes, it's okay, I know. If you've spent a lot of money, and normally if you're buying curriculum, you're spending a lot of money on it, it's hard to do, but if something is just not working for one of your kids, like really you're just about to lose your mind and so is your child, then change it. So I did this with um, my son's math. I believe it was in like sixth grade. Um, by November, I was so done with the math that he was currently using that I did re buy a replacement math. And it was funny because I was talking to a mom uh, a few weeks after this and I found out she was using the same curriculum. She goes, yeah, I don't use it for math. Once they hit junior high, it just doesn't work. So again, I felt affirmed in my decision <laughs> to stop it in November. And you know, like there, it, there was some, cause we did start the year over. You don't always necessarily have to do that, but because I didn't feel like we were, anything was gained from our previous math curriculum, I had him start the year over. And he ended up working through the summer and into the following year, but that was okay. You know, it took a little bit, but he did get caught up with everything. So you can change curriculum mid-year. There is nothing wrong with that, no matter what anyone tells you. Okay. Number three, this is my third one, is learn beyond the books. You don't need a textbook for every subject. I know for me who loves curriculum and who loves to get that box of books at the beginning of every year or in the summertime, I should say, this is hard one to fathom, but it is 
true. You can learn beyond the textbooks and do things that are hands-on. So if you have a child who learns more through tactile and hands-on, then let them learn that way. Let them experiment. Let them try things that are beyond the textbook. And yes, it can. It still counts as school. So that those are my three pieces of advice for homeschooling. And I am so glad you joined me today. Be sure to check out lifeunbox.blog for more tips on homeschooling and running a business and doing it all. I am a second generation homeschooler and I have six kids and I just want to share my knowledge with you as a work from home and homeschooling mom. So again, that's lifeunboxed.blog. Hey mom, so welcome back to my best of advice series. So these are just short little videos um, and, I'm, and I break it down and I just give you the best advice I've ever found for these different topics. Okay, so this one is going to be homeschool tools. So what is the best homeschool tool out there? So I'm gonna give you three. The first one is DVD courses. As a mom, a work from home mom, so I run two businesses, one a virtual assistant and this blog and everything that goes with it. And I also homeschool my kids. And their ages are 16, 14, 12, eight, five, and two. So uh, they're all, except the two-year-old, they're all in there to some degree. And so what really helps, number one tool, is DVD courses. So if you can find, not you don't even have to use all of the subjects for, uh, on, uh, for DVDs for all of your subjects. You can just pick some of the ones, maybe your kids struggle with this course, maybe... Um, the course is just offered and you would like to have them um, experience somebody else teaching it. So for my high schooler, he's, he has, he's not doing DVD courses right now, except Matthew C. That is the one where he does have a DVD. My um, older middle schooler, my second son, um, he has one course that has a video with it, but all of his other courses is they're pretty much all online. My daughter loves the Abeka DVD courses. She says, please don't change it. Then my second grader, he has DVD courses for Matthew C. Um, and uh, his um, language arts course. So essentials in writing is what we use. And that has a DVD class. And I think, yeah, those are all the DVDs that he has. So you don't, and then my pre-K, I did get him the Abeka um, K4 and, you know, I have another video where I talk about that, <laughs> um, but um, my, uh, so not all of them are using DVD courses, but it is such an important tool or a, a great tool as a work from home mom to use. Okay. So the next one is Canva. I use this for business, but I also have used it for school. I've created um, name wor worksheets for my four-year-old so that he, I've um, used one of their dot fonts and I've laminated it and then he can trace his name with it. Um, you can also create um, books in there. If you want to do more handwriting sheets, you can do 
things like that. You can do coloring books, but also, um, because I pay for my account, my son who's wants to be more creative. Um, he also has access and he has actually designed his own shirts. He's made his custom shirts where he's scanned in his drawings and colored them on, uh, in whatever program he used and then put them on Canva so that he can make his own shirt. So it's a great way for kids to, to even start learning, um, digital design. So that is one that's kind of like out of the box, but honestly, Canva for my business, Canva is one of those tools that I'm so glad I found and I'm so glad I'm paying for it. So I will leave my link below for that as well. And then finally, Skillshare. If your kids are interested in learning beyond their books or learning other topics or learning about photography or learning about SEO or learning about websites, anything like that, then get a Skillshare subscription that they can use and find classes in. Um, I've taken a few classes with Skillshare myself and I find them to, there's no swearing in them. I find them to be very helpful and I would let my kids um, take classes through there and have them learn things in Skillshare as well that they've wanted to learn. So those are my three tips. So DVD courses, Canva, you would be surprised what you can do with Canva um, for your school, and then Skillshare. Let your kids learn beyond the books. And that is a wrap for this best advised advice segment. Hey mom, so we're doing another best of advice for work from home and mom entrepreneur, or work from home and homeschool moms. Okay, so this one is about parenting. And as I have said in previous videos, I feel like my kids need to be 30 before I can give parenting advice. But at the same time, I have received and implemented different parenting tips. And so I want to share those with you. So I am Jody the mom from lifeunbox.log. I am a mom of six and a virtual assistant. Let me rephrase that. I am a homeschool mom of six and a virtual assistant. So Life Unboxed is all about giving you the tools you need to homeschool and work from home. Okay, so for this parenting advice, number one, if you want to raise polite kids, then be polite to them. So this was advice I think I heard when I was pregnant with my first one, and I don't know why it struck me, but it was from a mom who had raised her kids, and um, actually she was a single mom, and so it was one of those things, it was just like, it is very practical advice, but how true, how many parents have you seen that are just so rude to their kids, calling them names, frustrated, now you can joke around, okay, I'm not saying that, like, I joke around with my kids, but just rude to their kids in general. So be polite to your children and they will learn to be polite to others as well. So that was my, that was one nugget. The second one is apologize when you need to. You need to teach your kids when to, when to admit when they're wrong. And a lot of these behaviors are going to be modeled by watching your example. So if you have offended or hurt or done something, which we're parents and we're human, we're going to do it. Apologize quickly to your children so that they, you're also modeling that behavior for them. 
don't be too proud to apologize. Okay, number three is enjoy your kids. Like just enjoy being with them. The other day, um, my two-year-old was, you know, mommy, mommy. So I'm like, come on, let's do this. And she goes, what are we going to do? And I said, I'm going to play with you. And that just like blew her mind. Like she was so excited to play with me. So she brought me her little drawing board, you know, like one of those magnet with the graphite in. And we sat there and we drew squares for like 15, 20 minutes. That's all we did. We just sat there and I drew squares for her because she thinks it's a lot of fun. So enjoy your kids. Enjoy spending time with them. Because I know everyone says this, but we don't believe it until we're there. But time really does fly. I cannot believe my oldest is almost 17. And time has just flown with him. So enjoy the time that you have because you're never going to get this back. They're going to be adults and they're going to be on their own. And yes, you know, you'll still have relationships with them, but it won't be the same as having them living in your home with you. So enjoy your kids. All right. The last piece of advice is your kids aren't you. This is something that I have to tell myself often. We had... We had some friends, like, you know, old friends we hadn't seen in a while. And, you know, when I say I'm homeschooling my kids, they're like, I bet your kids are so smart and they're just so well educated and all these. I'm sitting here thinking, like, I can barely get my kid to read. Like, one of my kids to read. I don't know what you're talking about. And it's because they were basing that on knowing me. Like, I am academically inclined. I love research. I love information. I love to read. Not all of my kids are like that. Out of six kids, my oldest daughter is probably the one who is the most academically inclined. I've had struggling readers. I've had um, uh, kids who just don't think like me. Um, and what motivates, what motivated me doesn't necessarily motivate them to do their schoolwork. Um, what I would do naturally doesn't necessarily come to them naturally. Uh, how I would approach a book or approach my schoolwork or approach life doesn't even like enter their mind as a way to do something. So I've had to, you know, learn the hard lesson of my kids aren't me. So I need to treat them as individuals, even though sometimes I wish they were more like me. It would be helpful. It would be really helpful. So that is a wrap for this parenting tip. And be sure to check out lifeunboxed.blog and you can find a whole bunch of stuff over there. So, and there's a bunch of links in the description below. So check it all out to see what clicks for you. And I will see you in the next show.